welcome to episode 13 of Tunes Made's podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Ray. And today, we're going to talk about an upcoming artist named Gentle Ghost. I had an opportunity to sit down with him, interview him. And it's interesting, Ray. I mean, we've both been there. We've both recorded our own music. And mm-hmm. you have this itch. You, you want to play. You get a song in your head. We're both creative people. But we also have day jobs. I mean, we know we've got to survive. We interviewed one artist, Elijah Bisbee, that left it all behind him and went out and he's going to be a musician. But then you got the other half of people that are working the full-time job and they have this desire and at night they're going to go in their basement and they're going to crank out some tunes or maybe on the weekend they're going to get together with their band and go play out in a bar, which is very much like Mike Layton that we interviewed. But what do you think it's all about? I mean, what's this creative energy that's driving through us? What do you think brings that out where at all times there's music going on in your head and you want to get it down because you feel the urge to do that? Is is there some kind of pop culture, you know, reference to why that why humans have that need to do that? I don't know if there's any set reference for it. I think that yeah, as somebody studies the humanities in general and we think of popular culture. Ray Brown, who founded the popular culture movement in, in the U.S., he, he called popular culture the new humanities. But even we take it more broadly than popular culture, just the humanities in general. You know, one of the things about the study of humanities is that we, we say that humans have an, an, an interest in expressing themselves and their experiences. And I think music has always been not the only, but one of the major ways in which humans have done that. I mean, we can go all the way back to prehistoric times and recognize that people People used sound and made creative expression through that. And so there is that that drive there. And I think it's about you have feelings, you have emotions, you know, even folks who write and people write lyrics and they write words to it. But even Mm -hmm. folks who just write, you know, you write a keyboard with you're sitting with your guitar and just playing whatever, you know, that's that's creative expression coming out. And I think there is something to that. And I think that a lot of times people have that choice you mentioned, and it's a it's a tough choice. I mean, it's a, you know, we both had those dreams years ago and ended up, you know, we're <laughs> largely doing work in the job and you try to create here and there when you get a chance. And a lot of times you don't get that chance. And I think that a lot of ways that's kind of a shame of our society is that we make ourselves, everybody so busy that a lot of times people who could create wonderful things don't get them created because you simply don't have the time to sit down and do it. And uh, but yeah, I think there is something there. Yeah, what's interesting is you made me think about something. Is I, I think Paul McCartney said this, and I know Paul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I do too, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what what are some other cliches from, like from Paul McCartney? Right Throw me out a Paul McCartney cliche right now. Well, I don't know what I've got until it's gone. And that's kind of how I felt. But, you know, you can only look to the past so many times before <laughs> you got to look to the future. That's right. So Paul McCartney said many times, and I don't know what cliche he used to describe it, but he said that once the Beatles, you know, he recreated all those songs with, with John and, and then all of a sudden he went off into wings and got married. And he realized that once he was married and he was situated with kids, that it was harder to produce music for many reasons. I mean, one is you want to spend time with your kids. The other reason is that you have more responsibilities now. So, I mean, there is a reality there that when you have less responsibilities and there's other factors, the creative process, and I look at you know, Picasso, and even if we transcend into other mediums, how there are stages of an artist's life, 
and that production period, things do change. And it is interesting that all the artists that we like and we've referenced in the 80s and they've moved on, their music production slowed down. I mean, there was a breakups and a lot of the bands and they came back together and now they're touring, but they're still not making new music. So it is interesting how life can change the way you produce music and decide to jump in at certain times. Right. And all those other things, whether you call them distractions or just things that keep you busy, right? You know, you, mm-hmm. you have kids and you enjoy spending time with your kids and you get married and you enjoy spending time with your spouse, whatever it is, you know, you're doing other things or you, you find other interests you're working on as well. And it's interesting because I, at least my experience has always been that when you can just focus on creating, you just create, you know, and you, you can kind of feel out the avenues you're going when you've got all these other commitments. It's such a stop and start process. And so it's really hard a lot of times to, to feel like you make get any momentum and you can build anything. And, and that becomes then a, a hindrance to creativity. I mean, it's the same way I, you know, I do the same thing as a, as a professor. I, I teach a lot and type of job that I have is more teaching intensive. There are other people who have more research intensive. And when I get time to actually sit down and write, um, do some research and and try to work on building connections that create an analysis that I'm going to try to write up, it's harder when I've not had a, when I simply, it's, it's a start and stop process. When I've got 15 minutes there and a half hour here and maybe an hour here versus a time in my life when I had hours and hours at a time that I could do a solid block. And part of that's because the creative process is such a, a difficult thing. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, it's not like you just sit down and you just whip out a song. You know, a lot of times you'll spend hours just kind of spinning your wheels and then suddenly it comes, you know, and that's the way, yeah, you mentioned artists the same way, writers the same way. I mean, I don't know how many people I know who write and they get, you know, writer's block is such an easy thing to have because you sit there and you've got these ideas in your head and you got to put them down somehow and you, you just can't figure out how to do it. And the same thing with music. You, you got this, this idea in your head. Maybe you've even got a, a tune in your head or some fundamental lyrics there, but you need time. You need time to explore. You need time to, to resonate in it. And that feels very unproductive. And to the outside, to the outsider, it can look like, what, what are you doing? You're not doing anything. Well, you are doing something. You're, you're letting it incubate. But when you don't have the time to let it incubate, it's that much harder because not only do you not have that time, but when you do have that time, you're so worried about everything else that's going on in your life that it's hard to even focus on it in the first place. And I think, you know, some of the the great artists are people who find a way to make that work where they can turn it off and on or they they're able to to be so focused during those moments that they can do it you know and personally i struggle with focus so that's always been a problem but yeah it's it's so amazing when people are working on this kind of stuff i 100 percent agree with you there's so many artists that can do that can turn it on and off as you said like a switch and there are others that if you know as we continue to explore musicians and the way they creatively work. I mean, there are some musicians that I was just recently listening to. There's this group. I'm going to totally butcher. I think it's KXM and it's this guy from King's X. I think he's the lead singer. It's the guy, the guitarist from Dokken, uh, his name slip in my mind. And, and there's another guy in that band. And it's a super group. But they said that the way they create is nobody's allowed to come there with pre-existing ideas. They have to come at George Lynch. 
he was a guitar player, and now I'm going to forget the other guy. That's sad. Oh, got the drummer from Corn. That's okay. what it is. So they all come together, but they, their rule is, is when they create music, no one can come in with a pre-existing idea. So their creative process has to happen there. That's very similar to that. They're, they're all married. They have very different perspectives, but when they're focused 100% in that studio, in that room, that's when they create their music. So it is right. interesting how you're right. Every musician has different processes, but they figure out a way to make it work. And I think that's part of what this interview is, is all of us, you know, if you are a creative or you have a creative idea, how do you figure out a way to make it happen? And a lot of it is this moonlight magic. <laughs> you're doing it late. You're doing it at 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. or you're creating things. And, and that's what keeps people driving. And I think that's what's interesting about this interview with Gentle Ghost, that that's the approach he takes. And check out his music. I think it's very interesting how you can craft something that's enamoring and do it in off hours. So I think that's what exploring this today's podcast is all about. And I, we hope you enjoy it once again. I'm Mark. I'm Ray. And enjoy this podcast. All right, welcome to another episode of Tunes Mate. I'm here with Gentle Ghost. Hey, how's it going, everyone? So, what does Gentle Ghost mean? So, it's really uh, about my personality and kind of my character and things like that. So, I'm a very gentle person. Mm -hmm. Everyone says that I'm very careful when I'm holding things and careful when I'm, you know, being affectionate with people and stuff. And then ghosts, I'm pretty quiet. So, I, And I'm really into ghosts, actually. Um, I like ghost stories and ghost movies and things like that. So, And my kid is actually really into Ghostbusters, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is that reflected in your music? Yeah, I think so. You can kind of feel a somberness and things like that in the music. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty reflected in there. Now, how do you describe your music? I don't know. I mean, I would say it's... EDM style, R&B style, kind of an amalgamation of those. I think, you know, there's flavors of new disco in there. Witch House is another one that, you know, I kind of connect with. Hmm. There's kind of a certain energy to it. Nice, you know, rhythm and then, you know, kind of an easy harmony and things like that to go along with it. Mm -hmm. Stuff stuff you would, you know, kind of sit and chill too, but also you might tap your feet to or dance to. So yeah, I've been enjoying it. I probably many people know when I am working, I like to listen to instrumental music or driving. I'm just a big instrumental fan, and I, I really like the approach that you've taken. And there's these little nuances and, and things that you weave in to your tracks that I enjoy, and I think that's a really, really good way to describe it. Now let's go back. Like when when did you learn to play music and, and how did how did how did you get into this path of creating your own music so i was really young when i got into music um so i started learning the piano around age seven or so i stopped after a while kind of started learning on my own i was taking lessons at first but the sort of love of music came from just messing around with records in the basement that my grandparents and my mom had down there mm -hmm. A lot of different genres, you know, everything from Prince to Journey. So it was just like a ton of music that I got exposed to. And then my grandfather would listen to, he listened to smooth jazz and he listened to soft rock. He would listen to, you know, all these different things on the radio driving mm -hmm. me to school. So I just got exposed to a lot of different things. And it was really interesting. And of course, I was into 
you know, R&B and hip hop and stuff like that. So at church, I met the choir director and he actually had a studio. So that's kind of how I got exposed to music production and the hardware and things like that, MIDI controllers and stuff. So you let you just record there or were you just exploring? Yeah, I mean, more so just exploring there. So I recorded some stuff. I actually rapped and stuff when I was in high school. And so I did that there and it was fun. It was good to learn a lot of the techniques and stuff like that. And eventually, you know, after college and stuff, when I had a good job, I was able to get some equipment and really start to take things off on my own. So I'm really still just getting started. I feel like I'm a new beginner in the game and I'm really just enjoying the process, learning as much as I can getting new equipment, learning how to use it, taking lessons and things like that. So it's been fun. Yeah, I think there's a lot of people out there that are doing the same thing. They're, they're discovering the tools that are available, recording music, trying to figure out what platform to put it on. I know that you've got SoundCloud and you've been releasing tracks. What appeals to releasing tracks the way you're doing it? Because you're, you're consistently releasing tracks. I know there's a lot of artists that may release an album more at once. Mm-hmm. What's what's kind of your philosophy behind how you're getting your music out there? Yeah, I plan to release an album at some point, but it's really experimental right now. Okay. So I kind of just want to, you know, get a real feel for my sound, you know, and let people kind of hear that progress. So yeah, I'm putting things on SoundCloud, releasing things. I have a ton of stuff in the backlog, but whenever okay. I feel like, you know, I want to share something with the world, I'll put it out there. So yeah, yeah. that's kind of, kind of the the path there and your main instrument is keys keyboards Mm -hmm. yeah keys and then i use a pad controller too for finger drumming so i do that as well for the rhythms and stuff percussion and drums but yeah mostly keys i try to figure out some good harmonies first when i'm making something some good chord progressions and then try to build it from there so what's your music process when you're writing a song do you generally start a certain way are you do you have a riff in your head or are it does it differ or how do you generally construct a song? Yeah, usually I start with a chord progression. Sometimes there's a beat in my head, like some rhythm in my head, and I lay that mm-hmm. down. But usually I start with a chord progression and then add rhythm to it. So, And I read that a while ago in some book. I mean, I didn't really buy it at first because, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, you know, you should start with a melody or something and, you know, whatever. And that's fine, but it, I found that it's actually harder to put a chord progression on top of a melody than it is the other way around. So I kind of, that's kind of been my process is to kind of figure out a chord progression first and then add some rhythm and add melodies to it after Mm -hmm. that. So what's continuing you to want to play? Is it just that quest to improve, to learn more, or what makes you want to record music and get it out there? Just the creative energy, I think, you know, I'm a Mm -hmm. creative person of you know, worked in the design field and, you know, I've always liked to draw and things like that as well as create music. And I think it's just an outlet that I really enjoy. And like I said, having been exposed to all of that different music, I kind of want to figure out where I can take it in the future, like how, how I can evolve sound and how I can hmm. really design sound and, and um, make things unique. So that's kind of the goal there, just trying to be as creative as possible. Now, you said you got a lot of tracks out that are available mm-hmm. if someone wanted to discover your music is there is there one song you'd say hey you should listen to that song that really embodies 
gentle ghost or how would you direct them if they said hey you know i, I want to discover some some new music yeah there are a number of songs that i say kind of embody gentle ghosts voodoo is one it's very it has that somber feel mm-hmm. and the heavy rhythm and stuff uh i just put out one called always it's an r&b style um instrumental and it's got like um, some vocal samples in it that are really interesting. And you'll find that in a lot of the music too. These samples of either like a choir or a vocalist that's kind of pitched in one way or another. So yeah, I mean, those are a couple that I think really capture the sound quite a bit. Yeah, I know samples is, is a whole genre of music mm-hmm. that fascinates me. When you're selecting your samples, is that part of the process? Is that just layered on later? Or is that something that you hear that in your head and you have a feeling of where to place it? Yeah, I definitely hear it in my head. So I've got Splice, which is a good sample library. And you mm-hmm. can kind of find a ton of stuff on there. You can dial it into a specific tempo, a specific key and things like that, um, specific genre to figure out kind of that sound that you have in your head. And then from there, you can add effects and make changes to it and things like that to really get it to where you want it to be. But yeah, it is a process. It's definitely a part of the you know creative process in, in developing the song. So it's not something I kind of add on at the end. It's something that's kind of organic and is part of the growth of the song. And I know that you said you're just starting to dabble and starting over again, you know, creating music. Mm-hmm. But... As you start exploring this and you start creating more and more and you said you're working on an album, mm-hmm. do you have anything else planned that you aspire to do? I mean, I know this is a passion of yours, but is there anything else that you're you're planning to accomplish with your music or is there any other goals that you, you have around it? Yeah, I mean, definitely releasing an album at some point. Also, you know, just hooking up with various singers and artists kind of trying to connect with folks and have them do vocals on songs and things like that on instrumentals mixing and mastering for folks things like that kind of learning all the tools of the trade for uh being a music producer and really you know being immersed in the industry i think would be really cool fun so yeah that's kind of my plan just be as immersed as possible and network and meet as many people as i can in the music field yeah i mean it is a changing industry i know Everything now is is focused on streaming, and Mm -hmm. there's just been a really large growing community of people that are embracing original artists and original music. Mm -hmm. And I think, I don't know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, as I know that as generations change, music tastes change, but then even the medium that they're receiving it past, I know album sales are still there, people are buying vinyl and, and cassettes and everything, but you know, how do you feel about how you're going to connect with your audience is is that something where just getting information out there on soundcloud is is where it's at or have you thought about how getting your music out there and where that next level needs to go yeah for sure i think streaming is important today's day and age like you said so spotify and apple music and stuff getting it there is important but also beat marketplaces like i said i want to connect with artists So, you know, leasing instrumentals and things like that would be really cool. So I've actually gotten some stuff out there that way. And, you know, it's a really, you know, easy way to do that. Also, I plan on um, creating a site 
where I kind of post music that people can purchase and things like that as well. So I'm really bought into the digital era. You know, I mean, there's Instagram too, you know, kind of posting things on Instagram, tutorials even, you know, and just connecting with people however I can. It's really all about the connection to me. Um, I think that's really cool and a really important part of music. Think back to all the back in the day when people would meet up and join together to be in bands and stuff and you know i just yeah, think that's yeah. that's a really key part of music to be able to really jam with someone and you know make something magical i think it's so true i feel like that has been lost over the years with all the artists that emerge on the internet you know oh, i saw them on youtube but ultimately it's when they join together as a group i mean they're they're out there solo but it's it's when they join together is, is generally when when things shift and then creating that that unique identity that everyone can connect to. And I think all those elements are here. I mean, I, I listen to your music. I know you're, you're forming this concept. That's why I wanted to you know, have you on the podcast. The whole goal of Tunes Made is to expose people to music they haven't thought about or music that's similar to what they already you know, are listening to. So if you right now were to think about, I guess, music and, and some of your favorite artists, are there any that jump out to you that you would tell people they should go listen to? I mean, obviously they should listen to Gentle Ghost, but outside of that, mm. are there any that you would direct them to that, that would inspire you? Yeah, I'd say like K. Trinata is a really good one. Really, you know, cool instrumentals, good chord progressions, good harmonies, things like that. So I really like K. Trinata's music and all of the. And again, K. Trinata is someone that does a lot of collab stuff and, mm. you know, works with a lot of different artists. Cassius, I really like Cassius, and I would say now is a singer, NAO. She's really good. I really like the production and her music. First of all, she's an amazing singer, but also just the just the instrumentals are, are really creative and things like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I've got homework to do now. Gentle Ghost. I'm going <laughs> to have to go off and uh, look up these artists. And that's what always amazes me is that's why I also love interviewing artists to discover what's at their core because mm -hmm. for me as all the studies show i mean if you look at spotify and some other sites generally when you hit a certain age you start plateauing at the music you listen to and you, you're stuck listening to that and i think that's the whole core of tunes made is to drive people to listen to new music and beat that that uh that i don't know what what that would be called i guess your musical plateau so those are some great artists that i will definitely jump on and it looks like you you've got music out there url go to soundcloud gentle ghost and then also you have a twitter account mm -hmm. so and it's missing the vowel yes so that's the key there so you got to take out all the vowels out of gentle ghost and you will you will find the music it's been great i think for me i'm inspired i want to go listen to some of these artists i think it's cool when new musicians or musicians that are returning again to music are embracing the new technology and figuring it out and it gives hope to a lot of i guess inspiring artists that are out there if you were to give one word of advice before we jump off to people that are just in your same position what would it be i would say don't be overwhelmed um, by all the information that's out there we live in a in an age where you know you can learn pretty much anything you want to and it can be overwhelming to figure out the sources and all of that but um just take it one step at a time learn a little bit at a time and just have fun with it yeah good words of advice well gentle ghost thanks for being on the tunes mate podcast i wish you continued success and once again thanks for joining us all right thank you very happy to be here